0: Symphony of Shadows, Overture of Stars, Phrase (music) 1. Captain Frey stood with his hands clasped behind his back, looking out to nothing. Stars punctured the great darkness as if hinting at something beyond the veil. He was reminded that despite being on the largest ship of the Divine Fleet, the God of War HMS Dawnbreaker, with a crew of over ten thousand, they were hopelessly small. Frey was suddenly reminded of the small, dark crystal clasped in his hand. It felt heavier than it had any right to be, and glowed a sinister violet. Set against the infinite theater of space, This small crystal loomed large. In the sterile white of the command center, it was a mesmerizing piece of material, more mysterious and vast than the cosmos, and yet it could be clasped between two fingers. With this, Frey thought to himself, we will bend you to our will. The captain felt a light touch on his shoulder, and his first instinct was to strike. He swallowed the reaction, and instead casually fisted the crystal and looked to who would be foolish enough to approach the captain of the HMS Dawnbreaker so furtively. Lieutenant Commander Adebigo, Frey met the man's eyes, saying more in the silence between them than any string of words could communicate. Adebigo smiled irritatingly, removing his hand from the captain's shoulder. He aligned himself with Frey to look out of the floor-to-ceiling window of the Dawnbreaker's command center. A beautiful thing, yes? Frey clasped the crystal tighter. After a lifetime spent in space, the luster and childlike wonder fades. I'll be happy to return to the capital on Earth. Adebigo turned his head slightly and responded with a gentle nod. His Majesty will be pleased with you when we return. What will you do next? I assume you will have your choice of positions, perhaps even so high as the Speaker. I have done my duty, and wish to retire into a life of obscurity. Politicking is your business, but I never had the interest. Power has never been my goal. Only the success of the Divine Republic and his radiance. This is true. I see no wolf in you. Only dog. Sir, Adebigo realized a little too late that calling his commanding officer a dog was probably not the best idea. Frey raised an eyebrow, but knew the man's meaning, and did not take offense. I am loyal to the light, yes, and will serve to my dying breath if asked. I would much rather spend that time sipping brandy on my estate with my family and hunting with my dogs. Frey suddenly felt the ten years since he was home weigh upon him. He realized that his dogs were likely dead, or worse, decrepit. He hoped his wife had taken his instructions and raised the next brood as he had outlined. His children, too, would be almost unrecognizable. Would they even remember him? They were so far from Earth that it was impossible to send messages with any hopes of them reaching the planet. Captain Frey's eyes turned back to space and felt a surge of cold and incisive loneliness. The feeling caught him so off guard that he could feel his eyes grow uncharacteristically slick. I miss my family as well, sir. Both men stood comfortably silent staring at the nothingness that sat so heavily in front of them. The command center sang with the whirring and clicking of keys. The blinking of lights was a mute orchestra that could not penetrate the two men's serene stillness. A heads-up display, HUD, layered seamlessly over the large windows of the command center, which displayed a trajectory. Gate DX-126 is approaching. ETA, 30 minutes. The ship's AI, BIT, alerted. Almost home, Cap. Before Adebigo could finish, the clean white of the command center was blinking red, and a trumpeting siren filled the room. The sudden shift from empty tranquility to active alarm would have jarred most, but Captain Frey's success was built on such chaos and his response to it. BIT. Diagnose. The trajectory displayed on the HUD minimized and moved to the corner. In its place sprang a multitude of windows, quickly dissecting the situation. Before Frey could begin to digest the information, Bit was already speaking. Enemy ship approaching. Divine Sloop Firefox. 23rd Regiment, 35 Cannon, crew between one hundred and one hundred twenty. Divine? This does not sound like an enemy, asked Adabigo. The HUD changed again. A window exhibited a description and history of the ship. Although my systems have not connected with the main server since our departure, archives show that the Firefox was acquired by the pirate Captain Benjamin Avery. More information about the man flourished on the screen, but neither the Captain nor the Lieutenant needed any of it. Frey cursed inwardly. Frey had spent his earlier years making a name for himself as a pirate hunter for his radiance. He knew the exploits of Avery well, and had himself narrowly escaped a run-in with the crafty lizard. For a moment he forgot that he was the captain of the dawnbreaker, and could not help but balk at those distant memories. The Firefox has changed its course; they are making for gate d x one twenty six must have seen what they were up against and are running like the cowardly swine they are. Lieutenant Arabigo mocked the lieutenant had not the experience of Frey with these character of men and did not give them the proper respect they so deserved. It was a problem he saw with both the young and inexperienced, as well as those that came to power through station or nepotism. Lieutenant Adebigo was just such a man, thrust into this position by his father Ibrahim, the patriarch of the Adebigo family, in princeps of the senate. Ibrahim was second only to the pontifex himself. Bit, full thrusters, we must destroy that ship before it reaches the gate, commanded Frey. The ship rocked almost instantly as the jets of the Dawnbreaker engaged. Sir, I understand your desire to destroy the pirates. Adabigo edged with a slightly patronizing tone, but the ship is not worth our attention. Our primary goal is to return with our cargo. We not waste time nor ammunition on those filth. The fool, thought Frey, and responded with a patronizing tone of his own. Do not underestimate Captain Avery. He is the closest the pirates have to a king, and for good reason. Although his fleet pales in comparison to the Divines, he has one larger than anyone else, including the East Sector Trading Company, and outfitted with all manner of banned weaponry and tech. I assure you, they are not running. There is an 11% chance we will capture the Firefox before it passes the gate. Bits' wry tone echoed. More displays sprung on the HUD, neatly organized by priority and likelihood of success. There is a 96% success rate of destroying the ship after they have passed the gate. The Firefox is equipped with light shields that will protect it before that point, and material artillery poses the risk of destroying the gate. Chances it will damage the gate enough to forbid our return trip. 43% chance gate will be non-operational after engagement. Another trajectory map illuminated the crowded HUD, simulating the engagement. Clouds of probability unfolded before the two men, with variations of missile and other heavy artillery painting the future in precise strokes. Frey immediately recognized the danger of trying to destroy the ship, and time was running out to decide. With every passing moment, they drew closer to the gate, and the chances of success dwindled exponentially. Sir, if I may. What harm would it do to wait until we have passed the gate, where we can safely engage the hostiles? I'm sure whatever fleet they have stationed nearby will be unable to hold against the brute force of the Dawnbreaker. We are the pride of the Divine Fleet, and your success against the pirates has already become canon amongst the recruits and high officials alike. The success rate decreased suddenly from 43% to 39%, as the firefox cleverly aligned its trajectory better with the gate ahead. This reeked of premeditation to Frey. Gate DX-126 was coming into view now, a bright red circle with a blue vortex shining at its center, warping the space around it like a heat mirage. Bit. Engage. Priority three. Crew, prepare for battle, Frey commanded. Sir, it is just a sloop. If we destroy the gate, we will be stranded here. Frey shared the lieutenant's fear, but he feared the discovery of their cargo by the pirates far more. The sterile lights of the command center darkened, bringing the outside into greater contrast. The slate-gray firefox was decaled to fit its name with orange and brown streaks slyly decorating the exterior. The sloop glowed almost imperceptibly, a sign that the light shields were online and therefore mostly immune from the powerful laser artillery of the Dawnbreaker. The God of War was outfitted with conventional material artillery for just such an occasion, but it was limited and less accurate. Even with the advanced targeting protocols made possible by the ship's AI, there were too many unpredictable factors that could disrupt the trajectory of a missile or a shell. The Firefax had likely prepared for just such an attack. Bit could account for that probability in its projections, but the AI never could be sure of it until the Firefox revealed its capabilities. Weapons armed, flashed on the HUD. Fire! shouted Captain Frey. At the captain's call, several missiles were launched simultaneously, unleashing hell onto the emptiness of space. Streaks of fire shot a line from the Dawnbreaker to the Firefox. The sloop, due to its smaller size, was faster and significantly more agile than the God of War, but Frey hoped that even with this advantage it could not escape the sheer volume of artillery it could bring to bear against a hostile. As the missiles swarmed the target, the firefox revealed one of its defense capabilities. Lasers spat from the bow of the sloop, slicing through the majority of the missiles, causing them to explode a safe distance from the vessel. The Firefox had to diminish its rear light shields in order to perform such a feat, which was the goal of Priority 3. The Dawnbreaker's Lancers engaged the moment of the Firefox's response to the missiles. Frey held his breath and took a moment to look at Lieutenant Adebigo, who stood rigidly with his hands clenched by his sides. Looking back at the unfolding drama, it took a moment for Frey to make sense of the scene while the explosions of the missiles cleared. For a foolish moment, he thought they had eradicated the hostile. But then, red and brown streaks of the Firefox came back into view, realigning itself with the gate, which was growing larger as they drew closer. Bit, stated Frey coolly. 26% chance of success. Priority eight. Sir, Adebigo exclaimed. Enough, lieutenant. Adebigo cowered under the weight of Frey's commanding tone. Explosive shells began pounding at the Firefox as the Lancers recharged. It was an eerie experience as the vibrations from the cannons shook the Dawnbreaker, but the space outside remained determinedly silent. The shells would detonate at a certain distance as determined by bit, but their lack of intel on the Firefox's capabilities made this a significant risk. If they had one, their own AI could feasibly disrupt the signal if it could decrypt their communications channel. As the Firefox made a good show of why it was named after such an elusive creature, there was something that nagged Frey, scraping at the back of his mind. Why did we only pick up the Firefox's position so close to the gate? What would it have been waiting here for? Could they have known we were returning? No. It was impossible. Very few knew of this mission, and even fewer knew the true aim. Even if they did, the gate would be well-guarded on the other side. Logically, this seemed like a mistake by the pirates. Perhaps they slipped through the gate past the guards using some advanced tech? Maybe they assumed that something so well-guarded must have something of value on the other side. If so, their assumptions would be absurdly correct. But what could one sloop hope to do... "'against the most powerful ship ever created. Bit. why did it take you so long to discover the existence of the Firefox?' "'Frey asked as explosions quickly died in the vacuum of space, "'and the sloop dodged using some truly acrobatic maneuvers. "'Frey could see Atabigo jump a little with each close call, "'his face moving through ellipsing emotions of exultation and despair "'in almost the same moment. "'Despite their almost ten-year voyage,' He was still a child. It is unclear. There is a high probability that the Firefox was camouflaged by some advanced tech, undetectable by my surgery protocols. Probability they chose to reveal themselves at that moment? Bit calculated briefly. 97% probability. Captain Frey was a religious man to his core, and so took great care not to take the Divine's name in vain. But this time, he allowed himself the indulgence. "'Eos, damn it!' "'If we continue to engage, it is unlikely the gate will survive.' "'Destroy it! Aim for the gate! Now!' yelled Frey. Adebigo looked dumbfounded and made to say something, but Frey lifted his hand to silence him. The shells were redirected to the gate, but something odd happened. The shells began errantly exploding before they could reach their target. Some even changed course, impossibly.' Now, Frey was scared, but he kept his face straight and determined. His family flashed like a stab to the eye through his mind as the realization that he would likely not escape with his life when the day was done. He pushed those emotions aside and became the man he needed to be for his crew. These were also his family, and he could still save some of them. He could still complete his mission. Bit. "'I need you to archive our entire expedition, including this engagement, "'and then delete everything except for your primary operations. "'Prioritize the information for his radiance and encrypt accordingly, "'then set coordinates for the nearest gate.' "'Sir, what is happening?' asked Adebigo. "'We fell into their trap.' Frey took the lieutenant's hand in his "'and placed the violet crystal into Adebigo's gloved hand. "'You need to take this.' escape on one of the ships, and head for the next nearest gate to warn the Republic. Sir, I don't understand. Lieutenant, I don't need you to understand. I need you to obey. Red flashed again, and the sirens blared for a second time. The gate ahead was close and unharmed. The firefox pulled away, the last missiles chasing it. A black, painted stern, sliced through the blue vortex at the center of the gate. But before anyone could make much sense of it, the HUD displayed, Warning, evasive maneuvers engaged. At our current course and speed, we are on an unavoidable collision course with the incoming vessel. The somewhat useless intel on the ship filled the screen, as well as a slew of options, all tinted red, essentially measuring the lack of feasible ones. It was an absurd moment, Frey recognized, as the collision was impossibly slow coming, but inevitable. Log archived. Memory deleted. A small drive emerged from the station nearest Frey. He removed it and quickly handed it to Lieutenant Adebigo. Symphony of Shadows is a production of Synapse Radio. Written, produced, and performed by J.S. Rose. Follow us on Instagram at Synapse Radio and Twitter at Connect2Synapse, that's the number two. Or visit our website for all things awesome, synapse-radio.com.